loneliness, a little bit of disregard. Handful of complaints, but I can't help the fact that everyone can see me scars. I am what I want you to want, what I want you to feel. But it's like no matter what I do, I can't convince you to just believe this is real. So I let go, watching you turn your back like you always do. Face away, pretend that I'm not, but I'll be here because I'm all that you got. Continuing to honor the late, great Chester Bennington. Man, got that email this morning. I mean, it was it's obviously going to happen, but officially got the email from Ticketmaster that the uh, tour was canceled. And uh, I mean, uh, can't even imagine. I am. Uh, real quick, British Open update. The Open Championship brought to you by Edward Watts Golf Shop, home of the 90-day 100% guarantee. Jordan Spieth, still your leader. Man, it's dark, cloudy, and gloomy over there at uh, the Royal Birkdale in Lancashire. Jordan Speed still your leader, nine under par for the tourney, three under for the day. He's through hole number 10. The leaders are through hole number 10. Matt Kuchar, two shots behind him, seven under for the tourney. Brooks Kepka, five under, four shots back. Brandon Grace, done for the day, shot a 62, a major record for a round, eight under through the day, four under for the tourney. How about that? All right, plenty of phone calls, uh, like a crap ton of texts on this Kyrie situation uh, to the point where I have to scroll down like 78 pages to start from the beginning. So um, I will do that. Brendan Tobin's going to unleash hot takes on us at 120 because he doesn't get enough airtime, so we figured we'd give him more. Uh, Fighter Shuri tomorrow at 10 a.m. Let's go out to the phones real quick. First, a real quick story, Antoine. So I'm in, uh, so this must have been Wednesday. Because the boss, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, because the boss, uh, my boss, Len Weiner, our PD, uh, has been on vacation Thursday and Friday. So I was in Len's office. We were doing business, and, and the big boss, Doug, comes in. He goes, you're not going to believe this. I got some, some voicemail from a guy named Bill who loves the Beast, wants the Beast to be on more. And uh, I think this guy's hilarious. This guy's awesome. You guys got to hear this voicemail. Sure enough, it's our boy, Bill. And uh, now that he's got the boss's direct number, I mean, I think I think we're good. So because of that, we'll go out to Raul. Hello, Beast. Listen, I'm sorry for your sadness. Sorry. But hopefully this will pick you up. Hopefully. There's four basic types of motion that I, that I know that are in mechanical systems. I discovered the fifth type of motion. The current four are rotary. You know, it's like a wheel goes around in a circle. Right. Second is linear, right? Sure. You know, linear. Sure. Straight line kind yes. of thing, straight line. Correct. Third is reciprocating. Whoa. Back and forth, back and forth. Okay, okay. And oscillating, oscillating, swing side to side, kind of like a pendulum. Gotcha, yeah, on it. The fifth which I've coined, is the beast motion. It moves, man, into the positive, always learning, always growing, and always being all it can be. Beast, cheer up. We love you. Life is good. Huh. I mean, interesting phone call and concept. Uh, The accent, like, I don't know what the character was there. Like, why not just come Sounds as... Like a little bit like walking? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, just come as Bill with, with that info. 
I don't know why he had to come as Raul because the Raul Bill work on the Raul character. It wasn't defined enough. All right, now let's talk sports. Uh, Adam, hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, so I think um, as far as the Wade and Kyrie situation, I don't think getting Kyrie really necessarily keeps Wade away because you got to figure in order to get him, you're starting with at least Dragic and Tyler Johnson, which actually creates a backcourt you know, necessity for Wade. Wade could be that scorer off the bench. As it is now, Wade would have to be kind of, we're looking for minutes to give Wade with this you know, gluttony of guards that we have. But by getting rid of two guards and only bringing in one, it actually gives Wade a, a purpose for coming here. And then our starting backcourt is 24, 25-year-olds. Perfect situation for Wade to mentor both. So I don't think it keeps him away no, at all. I mean, uh, I mean, on paper, from an X's and O's and all that standpoint, yeah, it, it could make sense. I just don't know about the personality meshing. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think a lot of the stuff, the, the worry about, you know, is, is LeBron really disappointed and shocked by all this? I think a lot of that's hearsay because I think LeBron and Kyrie probably had a talk about how LeBron's future is not going to be in Cleveland. And LeBron just, you know, is pretty much saying to him, hey, do what you have to do because I'm not going to be here in the future anyway. And, of course, he has to act shocked, just like how Dwayne Wade had to pretend like he didn't know LeBron was leaving Miami. You know, it's just part of the business. I I doubt he's shocked by it. I doubt it's a big deal. And, you know, if anything, knowing Riley, too, with this situation at hand, I wouldn't be surprised if both Drogic and Whiteside are moved somehow. Maybe not to Cleveland because they have Tristan Thompson, but some, no, like you I, said, a three-way I, trade. Yeah, I saw a bunch of uh, matriculations of three-way trades that had Hassan going somewhere. Because, I mean, you, 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 you could – listen, first of all, the old-fashioned number five, not as important as it used to be, although on this team Hassan is vastly important. But also uh, you could probably find some big man if you need need one in some sort of three-way deal. Hey, Adam, appreciate the phone call, man. Let's go to Rob. Rob? Find a better phone. I'm putting Rob on hold. Uh, Jordan, uh, see if he's there. Tell him to get in a better area. Um, All right, let's go to the text. 67974 on the Cross Springs Automobile Honda text line. Let's see. I have to scroll all the way down. Here we go. Um... This comes in, you could still be the man and be on a team with culture, in my opinion. Yeah, I, yes. Yes, you can be the man. The question is, can you be an egoless man? Just as at, this, at times this team has played positionless basketball, this is not a team of egos. It's a team. It's a team. Now, you could still be BMOC, but you can't have an ego. So can Kyrie ditch that? Uh, if Kyrie comes to Miami, he'll automatically become Miami's best player. Sure, as far as skill goes, of course. What if Kyrie wants to leave because he knows LeBron is staying in Cleveland? Uh, at this point, it doesn't look like LeBron's staying in Cleveland. All signs pointing to him not. Including him sailing past the AAA and uh, yearning, yearning for days of yesteryear. Yearning for an actual... An actual organization to be organized. True. Uh, someone says Dwayne Wade, good riddance. Screw you. It's kind of harsh. Well, you're, you're saying that, or he said that? No, no, no. I'm telling that guy to screw off. Okay, that's what I was, that's what I'm trying to figure out because it sounded like it. No, 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 no. Sorry. 
The texture comes in, Dwayne Wade, good riddance. You got to pause. I am responding to that. Screw you. Pause, you know. Uh, sorry. I just told you I drank like 7,000 gallons of I, coffee. Yeah, I know, I know. Even though you weren't supposed to, but you did it anyway. Uh, someone says, you're totally going off a, port, a report from Brian Windhorst, and I've heard nothing from Carrier's agent that he wants to be the focal point. Listen. Carrier agent doesn't make public, agents don't make public statements. Listen, here, here. Very simple. I, I am not a fan of Wendy. He has an agenda. He kisses LeBron's ass. But if it comes out of Cleveland, I trust that he has the story right. That and Woj backed it up. That and Woj backed it up. That's exactly what I said. I think it's more about the complete dysfunction in Cleveland more than he wants to go somewhere where it's me, me, me. Now that he knows that he can't win, he doesn't want to be someplace where the owners are bleeps and LeBron's a bleep and runs a team. He might have been hearing James Johnson and, and Mike Miller when he was there talk about how good it was in Miami. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I should go down there. It's possible. Or maybe James Jones leaving. Like, you know what? Maybe I should get the heck out of here because James Jones isn't here no more. No, James Jones got himself a, a vice president gig in Phoenix. Good for him. Um, for him. Just Kyrie Irving is not one of the best players in the NBA. He is one of the best scorers in the NBA. Understand the distinction. He does not make players around him better. Do we really know that? Nor did he play defense. I mean, when he was without LeBron, he was really young, okay? Now he's with LeBron. I don't know what a mature Kyrie Irving would be like and if he would make players better. He does obviously have to play better defense. That would be a requirement here in Miami or in San Antonio for that matter. Yes, they would 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 force him to at least the become better fundamentally and deep with defenses. Uh, I don't want to get rid of four people to add a guy who is great, uh, granted, but he doesn't make anyone better. Again with that, like we we only know Kyrie from what we've seen so far, and it's, again, it's, when he wasn't with LeBron, he was extremely young, you know, his one year at Duke and then into the league, and then he played with LeBron. Do we, do we know what a mature Kyrie is like? We don't. Well... We got some kind of clue because when LeBron wasn't on the court, they still lost by a hefty margin most of the time. That's what him and Love both healthy and on the court. If you can't manage a win without LeBron, eh. uh, there's a lot of. Oh, someone says in my uh, analogy of Yoda being, uh, Riley being Yoda, Spolstra's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and D-Wade is Luke Skywalker. Who's Mace Windu? Really? What? Really? Who's, who's Lando? I, I, need these, I need these facts. The representation matters. Lando? Who's got the mustache? Lando? Who's got the mustache? First of all, who's Han Solo? That's a good question. Who's Princess Leia, for that matter? Well, who's Chewie? We can't. We can't. I can't. Say, I mean, if I you want to keep going, that, first of all, do not give me any character from the prequels. But you did. Wait, wait, how did I do that? Yoda. He's in the prequels. <laughs> yeah, he's there. Great. How did, hold on. Wait, wait. And are you saying you don't like Mace Windu? I'm not saying that. And God say, forbid you say the word Jar Jar Banks. I will come uh, after no, you. No, 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 no. Never. Never. That might and be Rio. Anyways. You said that. Not me. You said that. I'm just, I just want to know who's, who's, who's the badass Jedi with the purple lightsaber. That's all. Rob. 
you could put Chance the Rapper as, as Landau, I, I would dig that, like a younger version for the new movie. As far as a trade, you don't go buck wild and get rid of the number five. Uh, you don't get rid of the five, and you don't – I mean, you can get rid of the point. But you can't get rid of both because that's Riley's M.O. He wants big man and point guards. He's always had success with that. I mean, case in point, proof is in the pudding. I just don't know if you want to invest in something that is like five times more expensive than Dwayne Wade. Because, I mean, these, both of these guys can't last a season. I mean, Kyrie's a scorer, but defensively, I don't think he's going to hold up with this team. I think Spolster's going to break him at one point with defense. I just, I've never seen him play defense that well. And as far as all these guys trying to take your UM shine and swag, Sassy Pete, we're coming for you. I'll address that next segment after Tobin. No, I'll address it in two segments. Tobin's coming on next. Uh, someone says, LeBron is Han Solo and Bosch is Chewy. <laughs> I'll have to ponder that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have to, I have to think about that. Uh, uh, one more. Hi, this is Raul calling back. Someone interjected and used my name, but I am calling for the beef date line. So here's my ad. Let's just run it. I love animals. I have a cat. He's a big, lovable pussy cat. I have a dog. It's a brown sh- Did you dump that? It's it's a mushroom. It's a type of mushroom. You're no fun. That's me old stick in the mud wanting to keep his job. I think it's funner to push the lines. See if we all get fired. Live on the edge. You won't get fired. I will. Tobin joins us next. Festival powered by Ford coming December 2nd and 3rd. And while bands will not be announced for a few weeks, discounted tickets are on sale right now on theticketmiami.com. Get your Riptide tickets that are more than half off the full price for a limited time only because the boss is bound to shut that thing down quickly. So get your discounted tickets right now. Riptide Music Festival powered by Ford at theticketmiami.com. We go out to the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. They're truly steps beyond convenience. Right there, waiting for us, is your morning show executive producer, your midday show host, your host of Fighters Fury at 10 a.m., and 17 other jobs, including being the Pope of Team Petty and someone who was naked and lathered up yesterday as all this news was coming down, my good buddy Brendan Tobin. Tobes, how are you? Sunday's at 10 a.m. That that, Did I say tomorrow at 10 a.m.? No? You just said 10 a.m., oh. which already passed. I just want to make people know, Fighters Fury... Sunday at 10 a.m. Thank you for that push. I mean, feel free to say it 700 more times. Full recap of UFC on Fox, Long Island, tomorrow night, Sunday, tomorrow morning, Sunday, 10 a.m. All right, good. Good for you. Uh, Yesterday, you were in, you were like a pig in poop. 
I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I was I was on your social media. Every three seconds was more emojis, more screenshots, more retweets. I mean, you were. I've never seen you as happy. It was a glorious day, man. LeBron got got finally, finally. How does it feel? You are trying to scheme everybody, make your plans, your ways out of Cleveland, and what happened? Bam! Your entire season just got ruined because Kyrie wants out. It's fantastic. It's good for Kyrie Irving. You should escape him because he sees the writing on the wall. He sees he's got two years left on his contract in Cleveland, which is hell. He's like, you know what? I'm out of here. What am I going to stick around here and know the inevitable for? LeBron's leaving. I'm not going to be stuck here holding the bag and try and recreate the process. I didn't even want to be in the first place. So, yeah, it was pretty damn fantastic. And let's see what happens now. Now, there are some some theories out there that LeBron really is not as surprised or was shocked by this, that he actually told Kyrie, listen, man, I'm getting the hell out of here. This organization is falling apart. You get yours. And you know what? Uh, Why don't you uh, see if you can find your way to Miami and maybe D-Wade will join up and then I'll be there in a year and uh, we'll see what happens. Nah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think he got got hoodwinked and that's the theory that's brought out there to make it seem like LeBron didn't get one pulled on him. That's what it really happened. People want to make it seem all clean. Listen, Kyrie did the smart thing. LeBron thought he's under contract. There's no shot he's going anywhere. And he's finally going to get his opportunity to run his own team once I leave. He never thought in a million years he's going to go out to Dan Gilbert and then his agent's going to leak to the public, hey, by the way, Kyrie wants out before the season's over. So, no, I don't buy that. LeBron James got tricked. And now they're trying to just clean up the mess. There's no situation where they're both coming down to Miami. That's not how it rolls, man. Now, if the Heat are involved because they're on his list, now you have a choice to make. Do you go with Kyrie? Are you going to try and make a play there? Or, or is that fantasy land going to happen where you're hoping, oh, oh, maybe, maybe LeBron James will come back. I can tell you one thing, that Pat Riley, the king, the lord, the Caesar of Team Betty, I know what he's going to do. He's going to go make that call and try and pry Kyrie out of there. And then the man who LeBron left us all for, that plan up there, will come full circle back down here, and LeBron and his old ass stuck holding the bag by himself up in Cleveland, his hometown. Enjoy that. (laughs) You're amazing. At every step, you are amazing. Uh, All right, so let's talk about this. If the Heat were get get involved in the Kyrie Irving sweepstakes, that means bye-bye Goron. That means bye-bye Tyler. It could mean Hassan in a three-way. There's all sorts of matriculations out there. Uh, I guess you're willing to part with all that in order to get Kyrie down here. I mean, you're pulling away a lot, man. you got to think about what the market has been to get rid of superstars. It ain't that much. Because if you know you got a guy who's unhappy and he's going to end up leaving, it doesn't really take as much as you probably think it does. Yeah, you probably got to move Goran Dragic because there's obviously a fit boy there. But the idea of getting rid of Hassan... I don't think so. I mean, you'll probably have to plug some of your young guys in there. Does that mean you have to get rid of Greek Freak 2.0, Bam out of Bayou? Perhaps. Does it mean you're going to have to probably give away a Justin Winslow, Johnson? Perhaps. You're probably going to have to because those young assets, you don't really have future first-round picks, so you got to hope that this team likes your young guys that you have. Um, that's probably going to be more of the chip. I wouldn't say that you have to move two of your cornerstones to get Kyrie Irving. That's just, that's just not what the market's been. If they have a salty superstar, you give them up, and usually it takes about one and some young guys around it. 
And, uh, you know, actually, the textures are making a great point, which is if you got rid of Goran and Tyler, that gives you even more need to have a Dwayne off the bench. Yeah, uh, for sure. You're definitely going to need to to fill that. But, I mean, they right now, guard is not is, is really, really a surplus for them. I mean, they have, with with the fact that you, you paid Dion the money that you do, you have Tyler now, you have Jay Rich. Um, yeah, if you do have to keep putting those guys in a trade, you probably will have to go and figure out what the situation is with Dwayne. But that's going to be another interesting thing because you know would Dwayne be here and he's got the idea of oh I'm just going to be playing behind Dion I'm definitely going to be the first guy off the bench or is he going to come here and know like ah I'm here now they got Dion now they also have Kyrie Irving now you kind of have two of those two go-to late time scorers I don't really know if my role is going to be served there so there there is a bit of a, a, a a choice here I don't think you could look at this and say oh you're going to go get Kyrie Irving you're going to go make that move and you're also going to go and try and get the banana boat boys. That's not how this is going to roll. You're kind of making a choice here. Is Are you going to go and, and try and make that move and see if you do? I think they will. I mean, listen, they went and tried to get in the room with Goran Dragic. If you thought of it like this, Kyrie Irving was a free agent going into this year. That He would try and get into that room with him, and they probably would have. I mean, now that you know that he's on, that they're on the preferred destination list, and that would have screwed probably a lot of things up because you probably had to give a Kyrie Irving a $30 million. So... You got to look at it from the Heat standpoint. You got an opportunity to go get a guy who is very young, who's one of the most dynamic players in the league. And yeah, I know there's questions about how much better he makes guys or his questions on defense. There's not many point guards in the league. In fact, I would say there's very few point guards in the league. You could look around right now and say they are dynamic two-way players, go-to scorers and ball stoppers. Yeah, you got LeBrons and you got Kyrie Irving and you got Kevin Durant, guys who are freakazoid six nine people who can play both ways. But point guards, it just it's it's not it's not a real common breed in this league anymore. The point guards are excellent scorers. They can do things and work at a speed that they just never have before. And if you have an opportunity to go get one of those guys. I, I mean, you're going to be hard-pressed to believe that Riley's not going to go and try and pull that trigger. What about this whole thing that, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie wants to be the man, he wants the ball in his hands, that doesn't fit with heat culture, all that stuff? No, no, no. What he doesn't fit in is with LeBron's ego. That's what it is. He's tired of being on the puppet strings of LeBron, Arthur, James. That's what he doesn't want to be anymore. And who can blame him? I mean, you, you got to worry. This guy's so moody every single year. Oh, I'm going to go play with the Lakers. I'm going to go run Warburgs. Or maybe I'll go reminisce about my time in Miami. No, man, make up your mind. Like, every single time, every single place, people move the moon and stars for you to have everything you want. And it's just never, ever enough. How could that not be a pain in the butt for Kyrie Irving? Yeah, of course he's going to want to move on from that. And then he rolls down here. Now, I thought there was animosity between him and Deion Waiters. Somebody alerted me on Twitter. It seems they're all good. There's some old tweets from Dion where he says, nah, that's my bro. We're all good. Because they were, like, there was fisticuffs when they were both young bucks in, in, uh, in Cleveland. But you take some people from Cleveland, LeBron James, Dion Waiters, you stir them in the pot with a little sprinkle of heat culture. You got Riley on there with the chef hat on, throws in some supposed to practices, some extra time one-on-one. You get that fat off of you. You get an extra shape. Yeah. Who's to say that he doesn't fit here with the culture? There's been plenty of people here who you thought would have fit in with the culture. And I think Michael Beasley and Eddie Curry, <laughs> probably the only ones who have it. Uh, I, I would and ask old you, busted Greg Oden. I would, I would ask you to continue our analogy as we're trying to uh, make uh, Heat 
uh, players past and present uh, into Star Wars figures, but I know you're not you're not into the into the world of Star Wars, so I won't I won't make. I just, I just want to let you know that Pat Riley is Yoda. Yeah, well, I think LeBron is Jar Jar Binks because everyone hates him. <laughs> um, we'll end on this point, and I think this could set you off to just go on a rage. Uh, and some sort of rant that may not end until sometime next week. Anytime the city of Cleveland and Dan Gilbert specifically can wake up and be like, what the hell now is a good day. Oh, man. Screw that guy. I'm glad. <laughs> it's a good thing that he blocks everybody who has a 561-954-305 area code because the dancing on his grave that everybody was doing yesterday was a sight to behold. It was glorious. But this is what he deserves. This guy this guy's a slumlord. I mean he likes to he likes to pick on the weak in this country. And so he got a golden gift opportunity. LeBron James is actually to come back to Cleveland. I can't believe it. But Mr. Big Ego, Mr. Dan Gilbert walks around on those two hooves and he says, No, I want the credit. I want this to be my team. I'm not gonna pay all this money. All right man, but you're gonna go back to Oblivion. And now not only does LeBron James want to leave but a guy, think about this, three out of four lotteries they won, and he may not have any of them by next year. Not num- one number one pick. That's crazy. That's epically bad. There's not, a, there's not an owner anywhere in sports. Not even Jeffrey Loria can come close to that. Not even Loria. Whoa, wait, he, wait, wait, whoa, can, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Think about that. Three out of four number one picks. He can't sniff Jeffrey Loria as far as ter- terrible owner the worst. The worst. The worst there is. That's it. Period. End of story. I, I might have to put that Twitter poll up. Who is a worse owner, Dan Gilbert or Jeffrey Loria? That's it. I got to go. All right, bye. I'm out. Just waiting to see if he hangs up. I don't understand what happened there. Like, did he have to go because, like, like his kid was barfing on him? Or he had to, you know, run to the bathroom? Or was that like a, I'm dropping the mic, I'm out kind of situation? I think it was dropped mic. I'm going to, I'm putting this up as a Twitter poll. It's a good question. Worst owner, Dan Gilbert or Jeffrey Loria? I don't even is, know. I don't even is, know. I don't even know. Is Laurie cheap as, as Dan Gilbert? Because Dan Gilbert doesn't want to pay anybody. What? Bro, when the Marlins, for a long time, they had to, they had to like, use the backside of paper to fax on. They weren't allowed to okay, use, like, a yeah, clean white right. sheet of paper. But he at least pays his people a decent salary. No, no. He... he his GM. Remember, he didn't Dan Gilbert didn't pay his GM and he notoriously low ball Chauncey Billups. He just, just, just He doesn't have a GM now because he won't pay anybody. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean I guess I'm biased because you know Laurie is right down the well, street. Well yeah, let's, let's leave a Twitter poll. Let's let's have the Texas t- chime in on this one. Let's see we'll see where we go. Alright. Uh sounds good. We're gonna take a break. On the other side, do we stay with this? I mean, the texts are coming in fast and furious. We stay with this. We do? This is a good conversation. Comparing the two worst owners in the... Oh, you want to go with that? We can go with, we can go with the worst owners of, 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 in sports. Okay. 
Well, that'll lead us to like the Marlins deal, and we'll quickly go over where the hell that is. Exactly. See? Um, All right, we'll go with that. Back after this in the ticket. Submission. Out at the Heat draft party, they had these uh, recording studios where you could go in and basically do karaoke, but like better than just karaoke. And you could make your own CDs and stuff. And I sang Crawling, and it's in my car. And I've listened to it twice since, and it may be the worst karaoke ever. It's bad. If we had a CD player in the studio, I would bring it in and play and embarrass myself, but we don't, actually. Hey, win a seat at the 6th Annual Jeff Conine Celebrity Poker Classic at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel August 7th, and you could win $10,000 and other prizes. Proceeds benefit Conine's Clubhouse, a home away from home for the families of children at Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. Take part in the live and silent auction and enjoy a VIP party at Kuro Japanese Restaurant before the tournament kicked off. Win a seat by registering at theticketmiami.com for more information on the tournament or to make a donation, please visit ConinePokerClassic.org. Love Jeff Conine, love Conine's Clubhouse. Appreciate everyone at Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. Uh, Not to get into the specifics, son, uh, when he was one, suffered from respiratory failure, basically was uh, a second away from death, was uh, saved from death. Uh, by the doctors at Joe, Joe DiMaggio was then uh, in a coma for a couple days and it was, it, it was bad bad news almost lost my son when he was one and uh, the amazing team at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital saved his life and he is a thriving kid um, because of them and so anything that has to do with Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital or Codine's Clubhouse which is basically like if uh, and we dealt with this when when he was in the hospital we saw several families whose kids had cancer and were in rooms next to Zach and receiving chemo and, and treatment and whatever but uh, you know families you know their 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 little kids are 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 there in Joe D's getting treatment for bad diseases and um, oftentimes they'll come from out of state or other places far away they don't play state Codine's clubhouse gives them a place where they can stay where they can uh, have kind of a, a a place to be while their their kids are in the hospital um, so very important and just shout out to the entire staff and everyone over at Joe D's. Uh, Children's Hospital. As a matter of fact, the entire memorial system is is really great. Uh, they did my bariatric surgery, but saving my son's life, uh, obviously, you know, more important than that. So, um, thank you to them and uh, all the great doctors and nurses over there. They're, I mean, amazing people. Amazing freaking people. Um, I don't want to be too serious. I was already serious the first time on the show. But, like, my... Actually, I'll, I'll tell this quick story because we're already late as it is. So, uh, my cousin, Caroline, 
um, is a intense a cardiac intensive care nurse at like the main children's hospital in LA. And she works with like the sickest of the sickest, like kids that are born with like half a heart kids that I mean, need heart transplants when they're born. Like that's what she does. She's got like 48 different certifications. She's an amazing person, first of all, uh, which I don't know how that happened because her uncle who's uh, I mean, her dad, who's my uncle, who's my mom's brother um, is, uh, uh, you know, he I always looked up to him, but he's rough around the edges. She's not like that. She's, you know, very caring. Um, she helped save, save Jimmy Kimmel's kid's life. Jimmy Kimmel, remember that episode where he broke down talking about his kid? Uh, one of the people he mentions in that whole thing, if you go back and listen to it, is Caroline Dubbin. That's my cousin. Um, she's a pediatric intensive care, cardio, whatever nurse. And she was there, like, helping save Jimmy Kimmel's kid. Uh, and uh, I talked to her after that. Um, and, you know, for her, it's like, you don't, like, yeah, that was that was cool and what have you, but, like, that's what I do every single day. Like, 99.9999% of the times that we save lives and, like revive kids and get them heart transplants and make sure they make it through and all that stuff you don't hear about. She's like, yeah, we have celebrities kids in here all the time. You never hear about it. So she was kind of like, you know, yeah, great. I, I helped on that one and I was proud to be mentioned on television, but you know, there's thousands of other kids I've treated throughout the, you know, the time that I've been here that, that, that we don't get pub about. So just props to everyone that works with kids, sick kids, man. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it at all. I mean, when if my kid gets a cold, I, I get the feels. Meanwhile, something serious happens. All right. That was depressing. I want to talk about this Marlins ownership situation. Jordan has printed me a bunch of stuff. Uh, Jordan's our baseball expert. What, what are you, what are you, Antoine, what are you doing? Are you disagreeing that Jordan's our baseball? He actually plays baseball. Jordan, where do you play? Like the University of West Dakota Tech for the blind? <laughs> Culver Stockton College. Now, can I ask a, an honest question? What happened? Can I ask an honest question? Go ahead. Like, were, it, it, obviously, like, were you, you trying to get to the U or somewhere else? Oh, and, yeah. I did everything I possibly can. Go to and, the U. It's and, my dream school. And you just, what? Too, too, like, I'm, I'm not, you're not good enough? Not good enough. Hmm. Those are top tier players, man. I mean, how were you in high school? Like, were you? I was your average high school player. Oh, so you? I because it wasn't like you were elite in high school, oh, and no, then no, no. Yeah. If I was elite, I'd be at the U. I mean, hopefully. Huh. Yeah. But I mean, you're playing college baseball. Yeah, which is a dream of mine that I've had forever, and it's awesome. What was? How'd you do this year? Uh, I hit like two seventy around there. Hey, like maybe four errors. Second base, right? Yeah. It's not bad. It's not a bad season. Decent. Going to my senior season. Hopefully, finish strong. Do you know? have any dongs? One. One dong. One dong. Right field. Was it just like a straight fastball right down the middle? Right down the middle. Two and o you count. Ju you just grooved. Two o count. Yeah. <laughs> Apo taco, man. You went Apo taco. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
What's the fence? Like 120? It was like, <laughs> like 315 maybe. Oh. oh. Scrooched over. <laughs> um, what, uh, did you have to lay down any bunces here? Yeah. Because our midday producer, as, yeah. you, as you've witnessed, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, Antoine, I don't know if you know this or not, but Robbie comes in at 11, and then there's two hours before the show at 1, and from 11 to 1, when he's not doing work stuff, he's practicing laying down bunts. <laughs> and in the time that I've known Robbie, I don't think he's done it correctly once. What he's he's like he's trying to bun his fingers are like all the way at the yeah he like, I, I tried to tell him this and I'm like the last time I played baseball was like summer camp I did one glorious year in summer camp like in 1991 okay <laughs> that was the last time that I did anything in baseball right like I made the varsity squad at the summer camp and I had some dongs and I was hitting the ball well whatever fine that was when I was 15 haven't played baseball since but even I could look at Robbie like what he was trying to do with the bat. And go, dude, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so when Jordan came in here one day on the midday show, I was like, can you just show him how to bunt? How did that go for you? He's, I mean, I'm trying to tell him, but he keeps, for some reason, he keeps putting his hand all the way at the top of, his, all the, way at the, top of the bat. Like, you're going to get nailed and break, like, three fingers. And that's going to hurt. He just, lot. he doesn't look, I, I feel like we need to, we've added this. If you put some cards on it and some odds on the bat, he might not grab. Well, that here's the, the here's the thing. So we have the dartboard of doom over here, right? Yeah. And uh, we need to replace. We've some of them need to come off the board. We need to put new ones on there. Um, one of the challenges that's going to go on there, and this is specifically for Robbie, <laughs> is the Jim Morris. Now, I call it the Jim Morris because Jim Morris, historically, since he's been at the U, while they've had guys who have hit the crap out of the ball, right, starting back from Pat Burrell and uh, Ryan, Braun. Ryan Braun, Jason Michaels, Aubrey Huff, like all these just ballers, they've done a lot of small ball. They've played small ball. Jim Morris w w is, is a small ball coach, yeah. for better or for worse. He likes to lay down the bunt. Uh and and so we call it the Jim Morris Challenge, where we're going to have to go to the batting cage, go on the ninety yeah, mile exactly. per hour uh, machine, and lay down bunts a hundred in a row. Wow, that's a challenge. They all gonna be perfect? No. <laughs> it, will so, you come? Will you come in? With, like, can we fly you down to come coach us if it doesn't happen during the summer? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll be here all summer. So. No, no, but if like oh, we haven't made yeah, a bet yet, like no, this is probably gonna happen during football season. Yeah, like I'll fly you in via uh, bird, and because <laughs> you can't afford a plane ticket. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and you'll coach us for this thing. Yeah, send me down on a pelican, and we're gonna head out to the cages. Michael <laughs> <laughs> Pelicans, that might be now. Leroy, yeah. Leroy, Leroy was drafted out of high school to play baseball. He was. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look it up. He was drafted out of high school to, to play baseball, so he has the best chance of obviously doing well, well in that. He was an athlete in general, so right, correct. Uh, Tobin, I'm not so sure about Tobin. Tobin was an oil boy for a volleyball team, right? To to Tobin is really strong and built, and he's a gym bro, but I'm not sure about his athletic ability. I'm not saying that he doesn't have it. I just don't know. You know what? I I, I don't I, know. I agree I'm, with you after hearing his kickboxing story. I don't know what to think about. Taylor. I don't. I don't know what athletic ability he has. Now, oh. believe it or not, despite my girth, you just had to say it like I, that. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a little bit of athlete in me. I was the captain of my tennis team. I used to play all the sports. I used to play soccer, baseball, all that stuff. Um, I'm not saying I'm a good athlete by any like I'm not good. 
but I think I could pick it up, possibly. I think I could, with a little bit of practice, I think I could, I could figure it out. And then there's Robbie, who is going to get hurt. Robbie is going to get hurt and possibly maimed doing okay, this so challenge. Is this dartboard doom? Everybody has to or just Robbie? Well, it depends on who loses the bet. It depends on what the bet is and who loses the bet. Well, are it, that's the next question. Is somebody going to throw the dartboard and hit? If they hit Robbie's challenge, is Robbie going to have to do it? No, 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 no. So here's how the dartboard of doom works, okay? Um, is we make bets because we're stupid and we like to do on-air hijinks. Uh, and... Uh, if you lose the bet, you have to throw a dart at the dartboard of doom. And whatever challenge you land on is what you have to do. I had to wear Tim Tebow jersey for a week. Uh, um, Leroy had to dress like a player from the Miami Heat that we can't name or talk about that challenge anymore. Uh, Tobin has to do the Armani, which is working out in a full suit. Uh, Robbie, I don't think, has lost yet. Um, so... Whatever you land on is what you have to do. Now, if you get the if you get the green bullseye, okay, you're just safe. Like you don't have to do anything. Okay? If you get the red bullseye, you choose a challenge for everyone else to do. It's like the reverse situation. Why are you in here? What are you doing? Your headphone, so you're just going to come in during the show. You can wait till the break, which is right now. Good job. Way to, way to be. You're going to make it far in this business. We get back to sports after this.